Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In this episode, James Rycroft discusses the Vivaldi Care Home project with Professor Laura Shalcross, Professor Martin Green and Zoe Fry. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining this episode of Care Insights with the Outstanding Society. I'd like to welcome Martin Green, CEO of Care England, and Laura Shulcross of UCL, and of course, Zoe from the Outstanding Society. I think probably the best thing to do is start with some introductions. So, Laura, can I ask you to introduce yourself and explain a wee bit about where you're coming from with this? Yeah, thanks, James. Um, So I'm a professor of public health at UCL. I'm a public health doctor by background, but the main reason I'm here is because I lead the Vivaldi study, which was set up in the pandemic to provide evidence to support the response in care homes. Perfect. And welcome, Martin. Um, I don't think you need much of an introduction, but for those who don't know you, if you'd like to explain. Thanks very much, James. I'm Martin Green. I'm the chief executive of Care England. And we're a representative body for care providers. And I'm really interested in the whole issue of research and how it can make a difference in social care. And so I'm very happy to be here today and to talk through some of the issues and particularly to encourage people to be involved. Well, you're very welcome. And it's great to have you. And last but not least, Zoe. Thank you, James. I'm Zoe Fry. I'm one of the directors of the Outstanding Society Community Interest Company. We we aim to share and celebrate best practice and help others to improve. I'm also a nurse by background, um, specialising in social care. Um, And I'm really excited to hear a bit more about what Laura has already achieved within the Vivaldi study to date as well. Fantastic. So, Laura, for me, you know, Social care and research have not really come together and collaborated over the history of social care, really. So this is a really exciting opportunity uh, and has already started with the Vivaldi project. Can you tell us a wee bit about what the Vivaldi project has achieved to date and and, and what's planned for the future? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, Vivaldi was really set up in May 2020 because everyone realized there was no data on COVID from social care. And it's really hard to know how to stop infection if you don't know how many people are infected and you don't know why people are getting infected. And so we were able to rapidly work with care providers to start collecting and analyzing data from them, but also collecting blood samples from staff and residents to start measuring infections, working out how well vaccines worked, trying to understand why some homes were getting outbreaks and others weren't, and most importantly, trying to get insights into the kinds of policies that might help to stop the spread of infection. And we've really sort of got bigger and learned more as we've gone. We started small. We're now in about 300 care homes. And so the future is thinking, well, if we can do that in a pandemic, what could we do if we applied the same approaches after a pandemic across all kinds of infections? Yeah, I mean, it sounds really, really exciting. In fact, you know, it feels like the door is open now for social care and research to come together, as I've said. Martin, what's your thoughts on this? And what, in terms of you as an individual and uh, 
Care England? What's the ideal outcomes? Well, I have to say, uh, like Laura, I've been so impressed by the way in which if we have the right data, we can get some really tangible outcomes. Now, if you look at what happened with the Vivaldi project, I'm absolutely convinced that it was the evidence that was there from Vivaldi that meant them delivering the uh, infection control fund. This was something which we've been calling for. But of course, now we have the evidence that said these are the things that care providers need to do in order to minimise the potential of outbreaks. And then the government responded tangibly. So for me, what I want to see from this research is the evidence base that will lead to better policy decisions and also to proactive support that will enable people to have better outcomes, better lives, and also enable people in care homes who are working in care homes to deliver better outcomes for the people they support and have a better experience. Nobody wants to live their lives in a crisis-orientated environment. So I think data is going to really help us be proactive to deliver better outcomes for people and deliver better policy for the sector as a whole. I think that's so true. I think the language of research sometimes is slightly confusing to people that are new to research. And I think it's the role of the outstanding society in all of this process to promote and uh, help the sector understand. How do you think we're going to do that, Zoe? What's the best way to explain and implement research to our sector and what the benefits will be? I think if we bring it back to, to the Vivaldi project again, I think so much was achieved within such a short space of time. We're all very aware that that policies change so many times, so, so many times during that time. If we continue to collect data and continue to do research in care homes, we can we can change things for the better going forward. We we have other outbreaks. There's not just COVID in the world. You have flu. You had you have DMV. Um, you have outcomes from residents having recurrent UTIs. There are so many different things that that can be influenced going forward. Laura, when you first came about. Uh, or got involved with the Vivaldi project. One, first I should say thank you on behalf of social care, because I think you did an amazing thing implementing this in a pandemic that took the world by surprise. And UCL and yourself thought, we're going to bring this together, we're going to create uh, some research, and we're going to make that data meaningful and then implement it. And it really did help us out as a sector. So I think it's fair to say thank you. However, going back on you know, the start of the Vivaldi project, did everything uh, go as to, to plan and, and going forward, uh, what are lessons learned that could make the impact of research even stronger in social care, if that's fair to say? Yeah, well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say those things for starters. Um, I think that the driver here has been seeing problems and thinking, surely we can solve this and, and what's been so unusual in the pandemic has been the doors keep were kept being opened because it was covid and so everything was hard but unusually you could call people up work together and say we need this to be fixed now and i, I think it's that attitude that needs to prevail as we're all getting together now we are articulating a lot of problems that we've got to work through but there seems to be great commitment to work through those things, to have the difficult conversations, problem solve. And, and I think it's also about recognizing 
this has to be researchers, care sector, but also policy. Because as Martin said, if you want to affect change, if you don't have that access and those relationships with policymakers, and if you can't give them the data they need, no one's going to listen. And I think that's been a key learning. You need the stats because that's how you get the attention and that's how you then affect the change. And I think it's about keeping that momentum going of change, you know, uh, often, um, you know, research has been focused on uh, the NHS and the, and the public sector. But as we say, keeping that momentum going and bringing it into social care, the opportunities out there are immense. Martin, why do you think that social care has not been involved in uh, research as it perhaps should have been? Well, I think partly is, uh, has been the issue of the time. You know, people feel that sometimes you're involved in research and you never see a tangible outcome. And that's why I think Vivaldi has broken that mould. People who are involved in Vivaldi could really see that the data they delivered was making a difference. And suddenly policies were coming down the line because of the fact they delivered that data that were helpful to them, were delivering better outcomes for the people they supported and also a much more preventative approach. And I think that is why we have got to really use the way in which Vivaldi worked and maintain it. What we do not want to do is slip back to research being about something that might deliver some data that might be useful in 15 years time. Actually, what we need is some data that can be used now to influence policy and to improve practice. And I think Vivaldi has shown us that that is possible. And that's why I think we've got to maintain this momentum. And also, if we're ever going to have anything like parity with the NHS, which is absolutely awash with data, we've got to have our own data sets so that we can argue effectively on the basis of data and fact rather than opinion and, and view. So I think um, for all those reasons, we've now got some really clear and established ways in which we can work. And Vivaldi has taught us that if we work together, we can deliver some outcomes. And this is the next phase of that. We must push this on and make sure that we don't slip back to being in a data desert. So I've been privileged um, to be involved in a few of the meetings uh, preparing for this Vivaldi or the next stage of this Vivaldi projects. And there's been some key words that I've taken from the previous meetings, in particular, the last one, which was the key thing to it all, really, which this research and the outcomes is all about how it will benefit the individual, the organisation and the sector. And all the words that have been used around that are positivity, transparency, to encourage people to participate and get used to the word research, because actually the word research is only positive. Uh, and I think, as you say, sometimes, Martin, it's data that sits there and it has it has no meaning until 15 years down the line. We need data to implement and make social care better. You're absolutely right, James. If we get this right, it will help both the individual and the organisation. But actually, way beyond the sector, it helps the entire system and it delivers better outcomes for citizens and for society, as well as for all the organisations that are involved in trying to support people. I couldn't agree more, Martin. And um, Zoe, how how do you think we're going to achieve this in our sector? Do you think that this is going to work? 
absolutely I, th I think again it's coming back to changing the language um bringing the word research into what that means for improving the care of our residents i think i think if you if you look at it as a bigger picture as well um research within social care it would lead to improve staff retention, improve recruitment in a sector where we're really struggling at the moment um, because people will be empowered and involved in the care that they're doing and, and improving the outcomes for the residents within our care. So it's all about communication and changing the language around research. And how, if people want to be involved with the Vivaldi project in this next stage, what's the best way for them to, to do so? Yeah, so, so we're onboarding as many care homes as possible in these initial stages um, because it's going to be research is, is quite a lengthy process. So there's going to be lots of different stages. So we'd like to encourage people to contact the Outstanding Society or Care England to say that they want to be involved in the process. And that's providers and it's also stakeholders as well. We're, we're really clear that we want to involve everybody within this process. So people with lived experience, care associations, um, people living within the community so that they know how positive this research is around improving the standards in, in, in care homes. Perfect. So there's no boundaries to who can be involved, really? Absolutely not. No, no. The, the, the more people involved, the better. I think this is a really, really exciting time for social care. And I think it's a really great opportunity uh, for us all to be involved in this and drive change for the for, for the well-being of our residents because really that's what we're here all here for is is to deliver exceptional care and continue to challenge best practice so on that note i'd like to thank you all for being involved with this thank you so much thank you thank you thanks James. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.